This isn't hope, I thought. It's madness. It's hunger. Need. Desperation. Welcome back to Two Mourners. One book club. I'm Em. And I'm Jordan. And today we are going to be going over the final chapters, chapters 21 through 23, plus the kind of epilogue by uh, of Siege and Storm <laughs> by Levar Dugo. And so if we remember, we left off um, with chapter 20 of Alina having a dream, kind of, mm, maybe ooh, real. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Having a, a terrible experience. Yeah, of thinking she's kissing Mal, but it's actually the Darkling... And is it real? Is it a ghost? Is she hallucinating? If it's not, if it's not a ghost, if it's not a dream, then it's kind of a salt. It's not kind of. It is. It is. Full stop. So, um, she was, you know, freaking out a little bit, and so she was, um, left her room and uh, went outside. And we're like, oh my gosh, where is she? Where's she going? Where'd you come from? Um. (laughs) It's been a while since we've done that. Yeah. Joe in a little bit. I know. And so chapter 21, um, it begins with Alina not only leaving the little palace, she leaves the palace grounds completely. Mm -hmm. Um, She goes out into um, Osalta, into like the nicer area, if we remember from Mm -hmm. a few chapters ago when the people were playing and having tea when the country's kind of falling down around them. Um, And she walks through there, walks through the not as nice part of town. Mm -hmm. She goes through the gates um, or the city walls. And as she's walking, she's telling herself she should stop. She she knows that she shouldn't do this. It's not a good idea, um, but she just needs to walk. And then she gets to the city walls and she um, leaves the city (laughs) walls. And she is outside of Alsalta. But outside El Salta, if we remember, there is the Pilgrim Encampment. Um, And it might not be super dangerous, except the fact that the Pilgrims worship her. Specifically. Specifically, and think that she is a saint. Um, So, right now, it's not looking great. Um, (laughs) There's no immediate threat, but but common sense uncomfy this is when you should turn around yeah common sense is not there turn around don't drown um yeah and uh so she's outside she sees that the um group of pilgrims has grown uh into thousands Mm -hmm. of people potentially um and that they were all kind of in one spot because the sun was rising Mm -hmm. and so they were getting ready for their prayer time because she's the sun saint they worship the sun saint and if it's rising, it's an homage to her, I guess. Yeah, basically. I mean, ancient cultures and human mm-hmm. history have worshipped the sun. Mm-hmm. So it, this is very similar, but she has is like the sun-given form. Mm-hmm. And so they're worshipping it and her. And they're chanting Sancta, Sancta Alina. I know. Can you imagine like being somewhere where thousands of people right? are just like, It's Sancta. like being in a football, like, like, a, like a sports stadium, and like mm-hmm. the crowd is cheering for you. I'm sorry, you but said that, and I it. thought of a Cinderella story when they're like, Austin, Austin. <laughs> He's like, Austin, what are you doing here? <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's like, that would creep me out so bad. And like, you can hear it like from further away. Like, she's walking yeah. up, and it's like this indistinct noise, but then mm-hmm. you realize it's your own name. That's yeah. very, it's very scary. 
and their hands are like lifting upward um and this is where the quote from Mm -hmm. i just said came from that it's not hope that it's madness because she doesn't understand why they they are worshiping her as a saint because she's just a human being and she doesn't see herself as a saint exactly elena the atheist is like (laughs) (laughs) no but she really is like she feels she has like this is like the biggest version of imposter syndrome Mm -hmm. you can have I mean, yeah, she's, like, they're, they're calling her a saint. I think she's like, Jesus. Yeah. And she's like, I'm just me. Yeah. It's fine, y'all. Um, and so she, it kind of hits her at once, the gravity of what, where she is and what she's doing. And she realizes just how tired she is. Cause she couldn't really sleep last night after Mal and mm-hmm. the Darkling and the dream and all that. And, and Malarkling. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, so she's That's like, a tag I wouldn't want to get into on AO3. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, they're not only are they chanting her name, they're they're chanting like daughter of Ravka, Sol Koroleba, uh, Rebbe Dostolba, which is means the daughter of two mills because there's like two ancient mills in the place where she was born. Um, and which she doesn't have any particular connection to, either. no, so she's like, That's kind of weird that they're chanting that. Um, and she, (laughs) that's kind of weird. Like y'all can choose like the sun or like gold or anything like Mm -hmm. Grisha, Karamzin even, but you know, it's just me. Um, (laughs) but then she, um, once they start chanting that, she thinks of her childhood. What? I thought, I'm just Ginny from the block. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just Alina from the two mills. That's really, like, she's like, I'm not I'm just me, y'all. Um, <laughs> and uh, so she starts to think of any memories she has from before being in the orphanage. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't have a lot. She remembers, like, beat staining her fingers, being on the shoulders of someone. Yeah. Um, but everything after that was Mal. <laughs> Jordan rolled her eyes. I did. Um, <laughs> hey, and, this is Mal. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Can you imagine your life flashes before your eyes and it's just your shitty boyfriend? <laughs> That'd be awful. I would be like, I gotta live. I, gotta, I have to do something more than this. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Alina kind of realizes, like, okay, I need to get out of here. Um, and so she's pushing her way through the crowd. And again, it's a lot of people. Um, and as she's going, she she has a scarf around the collar um, mm-hmm. so people couldn't see that she is the Sun Summoner. But she runs into someone, an older lady, and she reaches out to, like, make sure this older lady doesn't fall. And she apologizes to her and asks if she's okay. Um, and then the lady reaches up and sees the stag antlers mm-hmm. on her neck. And so she's like, oh, my gosh, it is the Sun Summoner, Sancta. Um and uh, she points at the collar, and then all of a sudden, there's people start encroaching on her mm-hmm. because she is the deity that they worship, and they are all trying to get a piece of her. They're getting closer. She's getting. If I can just touch the hem of her cloak. I'll be healed. Mm-hmm. And they can. They are suffocating her pretty mm-hmm. much. Part of her coat is torn. Someone takes Some, a piece out of her hair. Yeah, somebody like grabs a, a lock of her hair off her head. I'm like. Ouch. Look, Ugh. I'm sorry. That's just like, I know they want their work. Uh, uh. The cut is coming out. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'd be like, get away. <laughs> like, 
Look, I don't like people in my personal space no, anyway, but she is she is so crowded that her feet aren't touching the ground. They're just oh, kind of like awful. moving. And she's kind of scared at first, but then she realizes this could be my martyrdom. This is where I die. If I die, I don't have to do anything anymore. I don't have to worry about anything. Everyone else can figure it out. That's very sad, but fair. But fair. Mm-hmm. I remember um, when I played soccer for two different teams and I was refing and AP classes and everything. My mind would go to some dark places sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, what if during this game I just broke my leg? <laughs> then I might get a break. I'm sorry, that's not funny. I might get to rest. That's <laughs> like, not funny. I'm so sorry. No, it is funny because it's true. That's how I would feel. So. Hi. Want to pause it? Someone screamed and she is lifted into the air out of the crowd. Mm-hmm. And it's Tolia. And you're like, wait. Tolia's there. He must have. Followed her. Like, how does That's crazy. How wow, how did they know that she was there? Because Mal was the one who was supposed to be on guard. That is such a weird kawinky so dink. Crazy. Oh my goodness. Oh my gosh, I cannot believe it. <laughs> um, <laughs> and um, then Tamar is right beside him as well. Also crazy. Hey. They are both there. Oh. That is so weird. Um, and Tamar is telling this, the crowd to get back. Tolia has Alina in his arms, and uh, uh, Tamar is using her powers to slow people's hearts so they get away from them and, like, don't try to get at them. And then a man comes forward, like, leaps forward and tries to get at Alina, mm-hmm. and Tamar cuts his arm um, with her axes. Doesn't cut it off, no, but, but like, she does threaten it. She's like, put that thing out any further. I'll knock it off. Mm-hmm. And uh, then Tolia, like, gives a signal and... He starts running, and Tamar is, like, running around them, making sure that people are away. And Alina's just chilling in Tolia's arms. Um, and then they are in the – they get past the city walls, back in the gate, and the guards close the door. And the pilgrims are on the other side, like, trying to get in, banging on the wall, like, let us in! Yes, like, <laughs> Um, you know, the, the gift, the, yes, yeah, the yeah, that's them. Yes. Um, and Tolia asks Selena, what the hell were you thinking? Stupid. Um, and Tamar's like, literally we have to get back to the palace. Like mm-hmm. now is not the time to get mad. Also like, you know, she's our boss. So right. maybe let's not yell at her. She's our charge. Like, uh, yeah. And so Tamar gets a coat and puts it over Alina to cover the collar. And they're like, they make it back, um, to the little palace and they both Tolia and Tamar want to make sure that Alina is safe, like in her quarters. But she says, there's something I need to do. Um, I, I like you guys can follow me. That's fine. But I have something to look at. And so she goes to the library and finds a book um, and the, then goes back to <laughs> bless you. And then so she goes to the library, finds a book, and then goes back to her room. And Mal is just sitting there. Like the Kermit the Frog meme, like <laughs> sipping on some tea. And he starts to ask where she was, but before he can get anything out, Tolia picks him up, Uh. slams him against the wall, and asks asks Mal where he was. Mm -hmm. Um, And Alina's like, Tolia, stop. Oh my gosh. Tolia, don't stop. And Tolia starts to choke Mal, but not with his powers, just with his hands, because he's (laughs) like, is holding. Mal by his throat said, against I'm the wall. For this one. Yeah, um, and uh, um, Alina's like, 
just put him down. Come on. Like, it's okay. Um, and, uh, hold on. Oh, I wrote Jordan wishes. Um, because, <laughs> because at the next part, oh, so after Alina tells Toya to put, put him down, um, Alina describes that Toya looks like he wants to just strangle the life out of Mal. Um, yeah, that's where I wrote Jordan yeah, wishes. I do. Mm-hmm. I do. Um, and then Toya like lets him down and Mal is like, <laughs> I can't breathe. <laughs> Good. Play stupid games, win stupid exactly. prizes. Um, I'm kidding. No. no. <laughs> um, because he's like, where were you? Like, you should. It was your job. It was like, you saw the chore chart. You were the one yeah. who was on during this time. And he's like, I must have fell asleep. Like, but he wasn't in the common room. No. She walked past. She has to walk past the common he room. Was asleep elsewhere. We'll say. We don't know where. But yeah. also, he was fighting. So he he was like, yeah. oh, I was tired. I fell asleep, bro. Don't fight. He was like, I was right next to you. And Toya is like, you were at the bottom of a bottle. Drag him. Drag him. Um, and Mal apologizes. He just says, I'm sorry. And Toya's like, sorry? Are you kidding? That's Toya on his way to kick my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say we can edit that out, but that works. Um, Mal apologize, apologizes. And Toya's like, are you kidding? You're sorry? It's like... <laughs> Uh, lipstick in my, my Valentino white bag. <laughs> That's what I imagine. <laughs> the fury of Tolia right now. Honestly. Mm-hmm. And rightfully so. And Alina pretty much tells them to get over it. That she's going to go change to someone go get Nikolai and have him meet me in the war room. I, we got to talk. And there's other things going on. Mm-hmm. And so she goes to change and puts on a captain, goes to the war room, and Mal is there. And she, Alina notes that she did not invite him, but he's there anyway. <laughs> um, and um, she goes in, and he looks at her when she comes in, but neither of them say anything to each other because no one likes communicating. Um, and Alina had grabbed an atlas in the library, and she puts it down and goes up to um, an ancient map of Ravka on the wall. And she says that it's uh, her favorite, and it's the oldest and most beautiful. And she mm-hmm. traces her fingers along it. And I was like, it's an ancient like, map. And she's a, a cartographer. She should know that finger oils ruin I art. know. I literally wrote, touching an ancient map? <laughs> really? And two of our friends got their master's in museum studies. Mm-hmm. And um, one of them specifically worked in collections. And... Every time she gets something delivered to the museum, you have to wear gloves. There's you like have to take protocol. such care. Yeah, you yes. have to take such care of it. And Alina, the map maker, the person who knows how difficult it is, is like to make maps. Licks her finger and puts it on the map. Like I'd be pissed. I'd be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> the Darkling's like, I've had this map for how long? <laughs> He's like, I was the one who made honestly, it. Honestly, <laughs> though, honestly, um, my grandmother's map. <laughs> and she's like, you're who? Host? <laughs> How old are you? How long 17. have you been? <laughs> oh, a while. <laughs> anyway, um, so she's touching the map, and like she shouldn't be. Yeah, and the um, she realizes that the town that she was born in, the Valley of Dust Olbo, is too mm-hmm. small to even be considered like to put to be put on the map. Yeah. And while she's still looking at the map, um, she asks Mal if he remembers anything before coming to the orphanage, um, and he's like, no. And she asks him again, and he's like, well, I do remember someone with blonde hair, um, but I don't know um, 
it could be my mom, could be an aunt, could be Who anyone. Like, how am I supposed mm-hmm. to know? And then he starts to say, quote, Alina, about what happened. Mm-mm. And she interrupts him. And she's like, do you remember anything else? Um, and he does say that um, if whenever he smells licorice, he has a, a memory. Um, but that's pretty much it. He can't yeah. quite fully remember it. Yeah. And then stops. Um, and then Mal tries to bring it up again and he says alina quote alina what you said about the darkling now is not the time bro now is not the time your window was four chapters ago yeah and and a kiss ago and Mm -hmm. multiple other activities i'm sure and nikolai would have believed her and perfect timing king nikolai um, (laughs) nikolai said (laughs) did somebody want a better man to come in yeah he opens the door and interrupts mal good um and uh, Nikolai doesn't know what's happened. He just says, oh, someone, let's, someone go get some tea. Mm-hmm. Um, and he sits down and he's dressed in his, like, fancy garb and is real casual. Um, and Tolia and Tamar come in. So it's Tolia, Tamar, Nikolai, Mal, and Alina in the war room in their city. And <laughs> Alina is like, hey, um, just a heads up. I went out um, with the pilgrims this morning. And Nikolai <laughs> I was hanging with my pilgrims. Yeah. Nikolai immediately is like pissed. Yeah, he's really upset. He's like, there's no way you did that. I he's like, let me give you a chance to correct your statement. Mm -hmm. And Tamar is like, she Tamar says, well, she was almost killed. And Alina (laughs) says, no. (laughs) But did I die? Did I die? No. Um, And Nikolai is trying to comprehend this and he's furious. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then he gets mad at Tamar asking how they could let her do that um and then she's alina is like we have bigger things to worry about yeah i'm fine um i didn't go alone and tamar's like she went alone (laughs) i didn't die i'm okay like i'm here right Mm -hmm. um and uh so alina said uh sorry there's a lot of back and forth between mm-hmm. Tamar and Nikolai and Alina, and Nikolai's upset, um, and Tamar is telling Nikolai about what happened and that she went alone, and Alina's trying to defend herself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Alina says, quote, Tamar, mm-hmm. shut up, Nikolai. Shut, Tamar, shut up. Nikolai, I told you I'm fine. And then Tamar says, quote, only because we got there in time. Mm-hmm. And the one time Mal has some common sense, he asks, wait, how did you get there? Right, like how did you find her? Why were you there so quick? And then Tolia... Um, says that they shouldn't have even had to because it was his shift. He was and, on the clock. And she shouldn't have been out there anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and Alina just tells him, like, Tolia, chill. Um, Mal was not doing his job. I can make stupid decisions on my own. Let's move <laughs> forward. Let's find a way forward mm-hmm. together. Um, I have some new information. And then the book says, quote, Mal looked desolate. I wrote good. Good. <laughs> As he should. Um, and... Uh, Nikolai is also very angry. Everyone's upset. But you know what? When he came back, when she came back, Mm -hmm. Mal Mal asked where she was, not concerned. And when he found Mm -hmm. out she was with the pilgrims, was not upset. Nikolai, very upset. Nikolai immediately is like, they're going to rip her to shreds. Like, mm. the difference between a boy and a man. Mal minus one, Nikolai plus one. We're we so should, far po- we past one. I know, but like we should. <laughs> we should have started. Yeah. yeah, let's go back and start now. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so she, Alina, then pushes the atlas to the table and says that um, the uh, two mills that the name that the pilgrims give her, the daughter of the two mills, um, mm-hmm. it's a valley where she's from. Um, 
and where is she and Mal are from. Mm-hmm. Um, and in on the atlas, there's an illustration of the road, and the two mills are just pieces of what could yeah. have been multiple things. That they're not really mills. Mm-hmm. They're geologic formations, but they're just two like little rocky mm-hmm. columns that could have been anything. Including an arch, <gasps> which is what they discuss. Oh my gosh. What? And then everyone is freaking out. But then... <laughs> Everybody um, is freaking out, yeah. honestly. <laughs> um, but then they realize that the picture of the, the two arches or the two mm-hmm. mills, if it was an arch... With everything behind it, it looks exactly like the background in the painting of Sancta mm-hmm. Ilia in the story. Um, and Nikolai, who's trying to be pragmatic, asking, "Like, are, let's send some, Like, are we? Is, is this confirmation bias? Mm-hmm. Like, are we just seeing it because we want to see it?" Mm-hmm. And um, they're like, "Well, let's just send some scouts." And Alina says that she wants to go, and then Mal. <sighs> Mal says, you know it's going to be me. It has to be me. I'm the one who has to find the firebird. I'm the one who's going to do love. Acting so put upon. It's like, you're hungover. Yeah. You almost let her die. You almost let her die. It would have been his fault. Um, and Alina says, well, I'm the one who has to kill it. He He's still, he's being a little bitch. He's like, I'll just cage it and bring it back to you. Like, you're not going with me. And it's mm-hmm. like, you're a twat. Yeah. Um, mm. And he is just trying to convince her to... Let him go do it, come mm-hmm. back, she'll kill it, and then he can get out of there. And that breaks her heart. Yep. And he just wants um, out. And he says, quote, just tell me when I can leave. I wrote POS. Honestly, um, though. And uh, after he says that, he just leaves. Um, and Alina's trying not to cry because not only is she... So, up uh, in the like, past... I just figured out something incredible. Yeah. And everybody's pissed at me. Uh-huh. But, like, they're... He... Mal. Mal. It's just Mal. Um, but let's... No let's, wonder his name is Mal, because that's, like, the prefix you put on something to say that it sucks. Mm-hmm. Like, malcontent. Malicious. Maloco. Like, yes. Malai. Yes. Mm-hmm. His name should tell us everything we need to know about him, which is to say Mal he sucks. Mal More like Maloco. <laughs> Evil eye. <laughs> same thing. It's the same thing. Um, Pretzels is the same. But if we think about it, in the past few chapters, what has he done? gotten drunk well okay let's go back a little bit further so um not believed her mm-hmm. when she mentioned the darkling and is scared of her mm-hmm. kissed zoya mm-hmm. didn't listen to her again probably did more things with zoya well yeah heavily implied we don't know um let her go out into the pilgrimage mm-hmm. was not concerned for her no. safety drunk on duty drunk on duty Fireable offenses. All Honestly, of all of them. Mm-hmm. He would be packing. Yeah. Um, with no severance pay. Mm-mm. And uh, so he leaves, and Alina's trying not to cry, and Nikolai is getting things going because he's knows what they have mm-hmm. to do. Um, and Alina, or sorry, Alina goes back to looking at the map and is thinking looking at all the places where she and Mal had memories, where they were from, where they had their first kiss, where blah, 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 blah. That's so irritating. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Nikolai comes up and puts a hand on her shoulder and tells Uh. her that it's for the best. But Mm -hmm. when he puts his hand on her shoulder, she wonders, should she fall into him? Right. uh, Would he try to kiss her? Would she let him? She's seeing, like, what a, in, like, a very brief snapshot, what a future with Nikolai might be like. Stable. Yes. Happy. <laughs> Powerful. Empowered. Not condescending. 
Mutual respect. Crazy. Imagine. Gosh. Um, and uh, uh, Nikolai does tell her, and he doesn't mean this with malice no. when he says That's he doesn't word. belong here. Yeah. Malice. Yeah. <laughs> when uh, Nikolai tells her that he doesn't belong here, and Alina thinks, well, he belongs with he me. He belongs with me. Yeah, except he doesn't. No. Um, he belongs and Nikolai, at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> okay, that's a little dramatic. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I think it's not dramatic enough, actually. Um, and Nikolai is trying to, like, make her feel better and tells yeah. him to just let her let he, him go. He's trying for it to be a clean break. Yeah. Um, and uh, he says that he ha- Nikolai tells her that he has to do it, that mm-hmm. he's a hero, and he has to go on a journey. He has to save people. Um, and then uh, eventually they go back and forth a little bit. Alina tells Nikolai that, um, he yeah. doesn't care what then happens never to Mal. Liked him. That he just wants to get rid of him. And I, this is, I bracketed this, this and wrote is some king. I was just to say, this is some king shit. Yeah. But he, he says, he says, quote, if I wanted you to fall out of love with Mal, I'd make him stay here. I let him keep soaking his troubles in kvass and acting like a wounded ass. But is this really the life you want for him? Yeah, he's like, he's doing a well enough job of digging his own grave with mm-hmm. you that if I wanted to sour you against him forever, I'd keep him here. Which, honestly, not a bad idea. Honestly. And then Alina realizes that Mal was, mis- that he is miserable there. Um, mm-hmm. And I didn't like this next part because she's thinking that, um, he she was mad at him for him wanting to be something she wasn't but Mm -hmm. she she's like i'm making him be something he's not okay whatever okay but he's like you can be a tracker anywhere Mm -hmm. there's always going to be something to track Mm -hmm. because like she's equating what they're doing as the same but it's not because he's like Mm -hmm. saying change this fundamental part of who you are as a human being Mm -hmm. don't be a summoner anymore Mm-hmm. don't be grisha anymore mm-hmm. she's saying i still want you to be fulfilled i want you to have hobbies i want you to track and be happy but if you can also find a way to be here with me because you care enough to be here with me that'd be great she's asking for mat- a compromise for mature compromise he's asking for her to be someone something she isn't pretzels Ugh. is not the same Mm-mm. on that one um and then she kind of realizes like you know what it actually might be better if he goes there might um, be some sense there she wants the firebird and that is her ultimate goal and she does feel that power and that hunger mm-hmm. and she feels shame for it um but realizes eh maybe um and then she tells nikolai quote you know the problem with heroes and saints nikolai they always end up dead bars so I feel bad for like reading a whole bunch of quotes. This one, but um, but they were really good lots quotes. Lots of bomb quotes. <laughs> they were really good. I know. And that is the end of chapter twenty-one. Also, pause it real quick. They both end. And so on to chapter twenty-two. Um, recap: We don't love Mal. Um, <laughs> what? He's my favorite character. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't even say that with a straight face. <laughs> um, and so Alina describes that Mal just avoided her the rest of the time while they were there. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was surprised when he showed up to es- with Tamara to escort Alina to um, Nikolai's birthday dinner. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know it's like a very regal, fancy birthday dinner, but the phrase birthday dinner is like they're going to Chuck E. Cheese. You know? They're going to Charles they're E. Going- cheese. <laughs> Charles Entertainment Cheese. <laughs> um. And she's dressed in a pretty kefta, a gold kefta so with pretty. like sapphires. 
And it's like a little bit like see-through in places on it. Hmm. Very pretty. Is it? Yeah. Shimmery? Oh, sheer, sheer gold, gold silk. silk. Yeah. Very pretty. Um, And she notes that when uh, Mal and Tamar come in the room, Mal looks for over but doesn't say anything. Um, whatever. Uh, and so they're in, they, they're going to the, they go to the dining room. Mm-hmm. Mal and Tamar walk her there. Presumably Tamar's behind her, but Mal is right in front of her. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're in this grand dining room and in the room it has, um, generals mm-hmm. of the first army and their wives and family of the, like, Lansovs. Um, the queen's on one end, the king's on the other end, and mm-hmm. Vasily's next to the king and Nikolai's in the middle and Alina's sitting next to him. Um, and, uh, Nikolai did, it should be noted, Nikolai did not, at, sorry, Nikolai asked for a ball not to be thrown because, mm-hmm. um, there's people in the country who needed the money more than They're the starving. ball. Um, again, king, king shit. Um, Honestly. And, uh, but they did have a 13 course meal that the queen <laughs> and king planned. And a weird standout of this is a jello in the shape of a baby deer. I want that for my birthday. Okay. We'll make it happen. We have almost a year. <laughs> I'm gonna start looking. Do you on, want it for yours? On Amazon, no. <laughs> I'm gonna start looking on Amazon at baby deer Jello mold. <laughs> Take it to the office. Can you imagine? No. That'd be awful. I mean, why would you do that? I don't know. It better be good Jello. Probably isn't. Um, but they <laughs> have a thirteen like pistachio. Yeah. I know, or something. They have a 13 course meal and uh, the king gives Nikolai a gift and it's actually really sweet. It's like a mm-hmm. Fabergé egg, but inside is a, a ship with Sternhans oh. flag and it has a little cannon. Well, that's actually really cute. That's actually a very mm-hmm. thoughtful, nice gift. Um, and uh, throughout the meal, Alina's only half listening. She's watching Mal and it even gets oh, to the yeah. point where Nikolai tells her, hey, um, can you at least try? Like, this is right? this is my birthday dinner. Can you at least try to look happy? I know you're dealing with stuff right now. <laughs> He's but... like, I know you have things going on, but it's literally my birthday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like... like, get over yourself. It's <laughs> like, my it's my day. day. <laughs> yeah. Um, side note, my birthday is January 6th. And we know some other things that have happened on January 6th, like an insurrection. Um, and so I remember the day that it happened vividly. I was mm-hmm. in my apartment and I was like, oh, no. And one of my friends, I mean, obviously more than, oh, no. I know, the way ter- your delivery was funny. terrorist attack. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of my, actually, maybe edit that out. I don't, we just talk about the, so on January 6th, every year, my friend sends me a TikTok about someone whose birthday is on, also on January 6th. It's like, remember when your birthday used to be on January 6th? I do. I do remember. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. Now it's the 5th or 7th. So yeah. cool how you can change your birthday. I know. And as a twin, maybe I'll choose the fifth and Ben chooses the seventh. There you go. Yeah. I really like the sixth, though. One well, six. It will make it's it. It's also Three Kings Day. Oh, you're Sireus. so right. Yeah. You're so right it is. Mm-hmm. There, see, there are good things. Yeah. There are good things to outmaneuver the bad things. Yeah. Oh, well. Anyway. Nothing for it. She can't put a smile on for his birthday. Um, in front of a whole bunch of Bitch. dignitaries. <laughs> in front of a whole bunch of dignitaries. Yeah. It's like a political thing as much as it is. Imagine a, going. That's your friend's birthday thing. Imagine going to Dr. Jill Biden's birthday dinner. Yes. And you're just there you're grumpy. Like, My boyfriend's really driving me crazy right now. Like. And the Obamas are like enjoying the party and you're just like. Hmm, over a white man. 
I'm just kidding. Bookmail <laughs> is not. I'm gonna stop myself there. <laughs> I think my foot do- can't go any further into my mouth at this point. All that to say, it, it's not Wait, a good look for her. She yeah. needs to get over it. Mm-hmm. And she apologizes and says she knows. And he does squeeze her hand and tries to Aww. encourage her and like tells her a little bit of a joke. Um, and uh, when the flavored ices at the end of the meal, see, are I'm being all about served, a flavored I ice. Vasily rose to like stood up and uh, starts the toast. Mm-hmm. And says, you know what, Nikolai, um, I'm so glad you're here. Um, here's to your health. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone toasts and cheers. Yeah. And he's like, I'm not done. We have more to celebrate. Let me finish. Mm-hmm. And calls out, um, emphasizes Nikolai's noble birth, implying that he is a bastard. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, oh my gosh, this makes me so, like, angry reading I know. again. I was and like, Nikolai's what just, like, idiot. rising above. Yeah. Like, and Nikolai just has a smile on his face, but then vastly continues and says um, that he didn't go to Caravea to gamble. Instead, he went... Um, to Fierda on a mission that his dad sent him on. Idiot. And after a whole bunch of negotiations, uh, the Fierdans have agreed to join them in their fight against the Darkling. The, their biggest enemy for years has all of a sudden changed their mind. Mm-mm-mm. And everyone's happy except Nikolai. Nikolai's a little concerned. Yeah, he's frowning like, mm. Mm-hmm. And Nikolai tries to, you know, still be diplomatic and say, oh my gosh, that's so great. Um, What did they want for this deal? And Vasily tells him, oh my gosh, they wanted access to the ports. Um, They wanted some help policing southern trade routes. Mm -hmm. Um, They wanted some northern roads. Um, And then once the Darklings defeated, they want the help of the Sun Summoner. And Vasily is so happy that he's helped done this. And Nikolai is immediately asking, what roads do they want? And Vasily tells him, oh, I don't know, just like some little road. It's like not big enough for -hmm. for a big, you know, army to go through. Um, And Nikolai is panicking a little bit now he's he's losing his decorum which he never does not like him and he says when did you lift the blockades how long have these roads been open Mm -hmm. um vastly tries to play it off and nicola's like no how long have they been open and alina's like ouch my scar yeah Pendeja. she should know by mm-hmm. now i know this is the fourth time this has happened and she's like oh my scar like, hurts golly I'm like what a, do you think i'm having a flare-up oh my gosh and vastly's like seven days or so that these roads have been open and nikolai is livid mm-hmm. at this point because he tells vastly why why do you think the fiordans would want that road it's not big enough for trade it's not big enough for an army why do you think they would want that? Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, I don't know. It's like not a big deal. He's like, like being racist toward the Puritans too. Yeah. Like maybe it's like one of their little spirits they believe in or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I just scratched my. Oh my goodness. On the table. Wow. I'm so sorry. It's okay. I'll sand that down. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was the table that did it. It's okay. I feel so bad. Jordan, it's a scratch. It's fine. I don't. Do we have? I'm okay. It's okay. I need a Band-Aid. Stat. (laughs) (laughs) Call an ambulance. But but not not for me. me. (laughs) Anyway, um, that's kind of like Nikolai right now. now, Honestly. Um, And so Nikolai is 
absolutely furious mm-hmm. at this point because Vasily is still not getting it. Um, and Nikolai tells him... He's, like, patting himself on the back. Like, yeah. I did such a good job. Um, and Nikolai tells him that the Darkling obviously doesn't need a road big enough for hundreds and mm-hmm. thousands of soldiers. He has his Grisha... Um, and because you gave it to them, we don't have a warning. That was our only line of defense. Mm-hmm. And they could be coming right now. We need to evacuate. Yeah. And Vasily is trying to play it off. Like, oh, like you're so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You're so paranoid. Oh, my gosh. That's ridiculous. And Nikolai slams his hands on Ooh. the table. Um, and kind of, I mean, he's he has, again, lost all sense mm-hmm. of decorum and tells him, Right now, you made this deal with our new allies, and none of them are here at this dinner. Right. No Fearden. They did not send delegates. No Fearden's at all. And he says, oh, they were busy. They were going <laughs> He's like, they to. were sick. They're really sad they couldn't Fine. be here. And no Nikolai's like, you Thank idiot. You. Um, uh, pause real quick. Jordan's husband brought me a Band-Aid because I'm a klutz and somehow no, scratched my... No, it's because my, my malicious taste. And so Nikolai tells Vasily, why would the Fierdens not have a delegation here? They're our new political allies. And he's making excuses. And he's Nikolai blatantly tells him, really? Are you that dumb, pretty much? <laughs> he's like, a baby could mm-hmm. see this trap. And you just waltzed right into it. And Vasily's taking offense. And the king is trying to make it okay between mm-hmm. them. And so is his mom. Um, yeah, they're like, oh, boys, boys, boys. Yeah, and Nikolai tells him, bro, um... Every dignitary, every high-ranking officer of Rabka is here. The Sun Summoner is here. The Lansovs are here. Mm-hmm. Remember we talked about that designated survivor thing in the last episode? Yeah. Everybody's like, it's a birthday party. Oh. Let's go. No. No. And then Vasily also straight up calls him a bastard, mm-hmm. like, outright. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Nikolai just keeps going. Um, because he doesn't even, he doesn't even really acknowledge that. Yeah. He's like, you can call me whatever you want, but right now you have screwed us all over. We're going to die. We need to get, we need to evacuate. We need to shut this place down immediately. Mm -hmm. Um, and then as people start to maybe go into hiding, um. Yeah. People are thinking like, oh, that's a good point. Actually, maybe we should. And Vasily is like, you're so stupid. You're Um, so jealous of me. And then the bells start to ring. Like like the World War II air mm-hmm. raid sirens. Mm-hmm. It's very much the same effect. Yeah. And while they ring. Oh, this gave me chills reading it. <laughs> I know. Um, <coughs> excuse me. I inhaled too fast. I was so excited. <laughs> Once the bells start to ring, that's like the emergency like, bell. Mm-hmm. Nikolai says, quote, you've handed him Ravka. Oh, it gave me chills Whoa. again. Because it's one road made the difference Mm -hmm. and Nikolai is smart and he knew that and Vasily was looking for a shortcut Mm -hmm. to glory like he always does and so Mal goes to Alina's side and Alina asks where's Tamar they don't know where she is and then the windows in the room explode and they're covered in glass and there's Nichevoya everywhere Mm -hmm. and Nikolai is screaming get the king to safety and he goes to his mom um to like Mm -hmm. protect her and has like still trying to protect his family like i know like they're so awful <laughs> truly and he's still like protecting them mm-hmm. um and then uh the 
as people are dying because the Nietzsche boy are killing them. And Vasily is just... People are dying, Kim. <laughs> Vasily is there watching it happen and then uh-huh. screams at Nikolai and right. Alina saying that that it's Nikolai and the witch did this. She's a witch. <laughs> witch. And I wrote, literally what? Right? It's like last ditch attempt. Yeah. And so what does this guy do, Vasily, when there's Nietzsche Voya swarming like, the room? Everywhere, literally murdering people. people. Murdering people. He gets his sword and starts to charge at Alina mm-hmm. to kill her. And Mal steps in front of her, which that's the best thing he's done in five chapters. Right? Honestly. Like the only protecting he's done. Yeah. Um, and before Vasily can get to her or Mal, um, Nietzsche Voya... <laughs> And each boy bites his arm off. I feel like this is going to be played as very dark comedy. (laughs) (laughs) Like, just no more arm. Arm gone. Wow. Um, Like, the Friends episode with with Mm -hmm. the Thanksgiving one when Phoebe flashes back to the Civil War. She's Mm -hmm. like, more bandages, more bandages. (laughs) Basically, what's happening. Basically, he's just kind of shocked. And then, of course, you know, arm gone. So (laughs) he doesn't last very long. And he dies. Um, oh. and, uh, the queen tries to get to Vasily and Nikolai is trying to console her and say, mm-hmm. no, like he's gone. We have like to get out of here. Late. We got to mm-hmm. focus on ourselves. Um, and so people are screaming, people are crying. People are throwing up. If Violin was there, he would be throwing up. <laughs> I'm sure somebody's throwing up. <laughs> and the Nietzsche boy are just coming in, like just going through people mm-hmm. one after another. And Nikolai um, tells them to follow him. Mm-hmm. So uh, and Alina does finally start using her powers mm-hmm. and like using the starting to, to get some to of them away. She couldn't do it in the room because there was too was many too like people who were not Nietzsche Boya. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she didn't want to kill them. And so they are going to the little palace and they hear a an explosion um, and they don't know what it is. Um, and as they get out of the palace they look down and the gate to the palace has just been blown off by some of the darklings grisha mm-hmm. um, and they're running to the little palace and nikolai get is um tells them that he has to sorry nikolai tells mal and alina that he has to get his parents onto the kingfisher and get them out of there mm-hmm. um and alina says that she has to stay she has to get the grisha out but that he needs to get them and bagger out yep um and Nikolai tells her that he promises that he'll come back. Mm-hmm. This also, <laughs> oh my gosh, I swoon. I swoon. Um, so he says, Nikolai tells Alina that, she, that he'll come back as soon as he can. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she says, quote, on your word as a cutthroat and a pirate, he touched my cheek once briefly. <sighs> Privateer. Oh my goodness. Unquote. And Mal's just there like, and let's go. Mal's just like. <laughs> Like the emoji of the guy that's just standing, like, yeah, with his arms down. Um, should we pause because it's six thirty-seven? Yeah, I should go. Okay, so we just left off with Nikolai um, blatantly flirting with Lena in front of Mal. It's like, what you gonna do about it? Nothing. Absolutely nothing, because he knows. First of all, there's a crisis going on, but also Mal is nothing <laughs> compared Honestly. to Nikolai. Full stop. And it was just Mal's like nothing. We just went to trivia and came back, and um, we talked about it in the car, and we're like, it was such an intimate thing for Nikolai mm-hmm. to touch her cheek and just say privateer. Like, like a callback to, like, the times they've spent together. Just. Look. Bitch. I know Alina and Mal are, like, soulmates or whatever, but I would be hard-pressed to not fall for Nikolai. Yeah. 
I would even say, <laughs> I would even say, you know, there might be some what's familiar is comfortable going on here. <gasps> Jordan. You're right. Am I wrong? No. I know. I you're scandalized. Am I wrong? So. You're going to look at me and tell me that I'm wrong? I can't. I can't. <laughs> she came down in a bubble. Um, and yeah. It's so, like what you know. So we jump forward and the um, Nietzsche Voya bite on Alina's shoulder is hurting a lot because mm-hmm. she didn't realize that the first four times Eight it t- happened. Honestly, like, every time her freaking shoulder wound hurts, she sees the Darkling or like has a Darkling experience. She's like, that's unrelated. <laughs> Surely. <laughs> Correlation is not causation. It's like, but it is though. Um. And so now she's upset at Vasily, which, like, that's fair. I mean, it, he, that is fair. And he I'm a, was an idiot because mm, he's I was dead. Just about to, <laughs> I was just about to say I'm a really big believer in somebody dying shouldn't immediately make everyone be like, oh, they were tortured. Bless them. They were such a good soul. No. Death doesn't make you a saint. If you were an asshole before death, dying doesn't make you not an asshole. And so Vasily was an asshole. Um, and so they go into the little palace, and as the doors open, Alina falls to her knees because oh, it is... <laughs> to your knees. Oh, the nature Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, night divine. Oh, night. Is the darkling barns? <laughs> you know, if I'm gonna go to hell, I might as well have fun on the way there. You know. <laughs> oh my gosh. So anyway, um, there's a <laughs> there's a lot of Nietzsche Voya after that musical interlude. <laughs> there's a lot of Nietzsche Voya in the little palace, and there's bodies everywhere. It's just it's awful, honestly. It's it's just like the floor is soaked in blood. Mm-hmm. Um, and Alina is just heartbroken. And one of the mirrors, mirror dishes that David had mm-hmm. made, um, fell off the it's roof wrecked. and was on the ground and was broken, but it also crushed a Grisha that we find out is Paja. Uh, um, so sad. Which is heartbreaking. Um, and there's actually, what was, I thought was interesting is that mm-hmm. two Nichevoya are just standing by the dish looking at their mm-hmm. reflections. Um, which you don't really like quite think. Right. And so Alina's furious and she uses the cut and kills them. Mm-hmm. Um, and she goes up the stairs and Mal is following her. And the imagery in this battle section is mm-hmm. just phenomenal. It really is. Um, it just really gets you, it, it's almost like a sickening feeling. Yeah. It, it feels like the den of war. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, when they get to the roof, uh, someone sets off a grintaki, which is, or grinaki, which is like a grenade. grenade. Um, and, uh, there's corporalki who are using the guns that Nikolai made. And there's one dish that's being used and someone is manning it, but they're just kind of waiting. Mm-hmm. And David is there trying to figure out what to do. Um, and then Alina shouts for David and he, uh, blows on his whistle to give the signal. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they get ready by the dish. Well, the one dish that's still left, really. And Alina yeah. uses her powers. 
and it works and they are able to kill a lot of Nichiboy. It kind of lights up the sky and it just kind of goes through them. Mm-hmm. But then they eventually start getting past. Um, and, uh, oh my gosh. Um, it's like hard to read. It really is. Cause it's like, it's, it's like the quote at the beginning. This It's hopeless. Mm-hmm. There's just so much of them. And they, there's just so many of them. Yeah, there's so many and they start to break through the beam and they're getting there. Um, and then, uh, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. um, they hit the one dish and it kind of moves and eventually falls. But luckily the people who are manning it are okay. Mm-hmm. And then they're just overwhelming the Grisha, the Nichevoya are overwhelming the Grisha. So Alina calls for all of them to go to the hall, uh, to go to the great hall and sealed mm-hmm. and close the doors. Um, and uh, Grisha started running, but not all of them were fast enough. Um, Fedir was grabbed by a Nichevoya mm-hmm. and thrown off the roof and killed. Um, and then Mal is next to Lena, and he's like, we have to go. Like and this, so... We can't even try anymore. Um, and so as they start to go, Alina's foot hits something soft, and it's Sergei. Um, this is really hard. And he's, he's holding Marie's dead body. Um, she's been rent open basically mm-hmm. from the neck down. Uh, mm. and he's, he's crying, sobbing, saying that there's no one left because mm-hmm. they've pretty much been decimated by the Nichevoya. Mm-hmm. And so Alina's like, we have to get him in. So was decimated the word we were looking for f- three books ago? Potentially. I think it was. Yeah. Yep. We found it. Yep. Um, only and, took three books. Yeah. And so Mal pulls Sergey away from Marie and they get mm-hmm. um, to the great room and throw and close the doors and lock them. Yep. Um, and uh, while they're in the room, there are some Nichevoya that had remained there, and they are actually cornering um, Nadia and Zoya. And mm-hmm. the squalors, they're, they're both squalors, and they're trying to use their powers to keep them back, like throwing whatever they can at them, and Alina uses the cut and kills them. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the room that they're in, there's bodies everywhere still. Mm-hmm. Um, and Alina asks if there's any more people alive, really, and Zoya says no. Um, and she just they we learned that they were at dinner, and all of yeah. a sudden they heard the bells, and then the Nichevoya were just everywhere vastly really well and truly messed them completely up he put them up an unsanitary tributary without means of mm-hmm. motivation and uh so we find out how many of each order there are and there's not a lot so few and then alina asks if anyone saw tolia and tamar and no one says they Everyone's did kinda like no, no actually like where are they um, and then Alina thinks, well, maybe they've been just been lying to me and working with the Darkling this entire mm-hmm. time. Um, and then Mal says, well, maybe we can still find Nikolai and get with him. And Alina is pretty much tells him no. no. She's like, if he's not gone by now, he's dead. Mm-hmm. Which is true. And That's we don't know where Nikolai facts. is. Um, and uh, so they're trying to they're trying to think of a plan. They're like, maybe let's get to the upper town. I don't know if we mm-hmm. can make it. Some people don't think they can. They're like, well, we don't really have a choice. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, then they hear thunder in the distance, and that's the Darkling, because... Because, of course, he's so dramatic. Yeah. Of um, course he's going to come in with, like, the... <laughs> what is it in Megamind, where he's, like, challenging Hal? And it's, what is that? It's Thunderstruck by ACDC. Oh, my God. He's like... You're a villain, but not a super one. And he's like, what's the difference? And he says, presentation. <laughs> You've been That's 
thunderstruck. <laughs> That's the darkling. <laughs> he has to like approach from far away with like this. I'm sorry. Dramatic I've, atmospheric event. I've been on the DCC cheerleaders, mm-hmm. or the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders TikTok, and you know that's their song when they're yes. like on their knees and they go thunder. Yeah. When they do the head roll, I'm thinking of the dark. <laughs> ben Barnes, if you're listening, make my day. <laughs> I'm dead. That is so funny. I dare you. I have nothing to offer you in return except for the knowledge that you'll make millions of people happy. <laughs> That's so funny. So <laughs> I could just see it with his cape, but like in thigh highs. <laughs> but they're like, do you know what I t- they're on I know their exactly knees, what you're talking about. And it's the point. Mm-hmm. And they're like, they have the pom poms. Like, oh, I know exactly. What you're like that. <laughs> it's like him at the point and the others are like the Nichevoya. <laughs> doing the dance routine together i am deceased oh, oh my gosh that is so funny <laughs> and meanwhile <laughs> alina and all of them were like with the bodies of their dead comrades like oh no he's coming um <laughs> and he's like sashaying his way to the little palace like <laughs> you no, better thinking, work no bitch. i'm thinking of the dcc oh my gosh literally he's like skipping down the road <laughs> I wish this was a video medium because Emma just fully skipped across my whole apartment. No, no, I chasse. Sorry, sorry. Yes. The Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders don't skip, they chasse. Oh my gosh. That's hilarious. Man, I really hope that's in season two. Please, I'm begging for a blooper reel, a crumb. So, anyway, back to the horrible devastation. We laugh through pain. Um, Honestly, though, it's a coping mechanism. And so um, they think, well, maybe we can get to this part of the town, Mm -hmm. but I don't know that odds aren't great, but they don't really have a chance at where they currently are. Um, Yeah. It's basically, do we die now or do we die later? Yeah. That's the choice. And um, then David surprises everyone and says, quote, at least with the Nichevoya, it will be relatively quick. I say we go down fighting. We do the best we can. Let's go, David. <laughs> he we finds love, his voice. We love David. Yep. Um, and so we find that he has one granat key left, so one grenade. Mm-hmm. And so they make a plan, and then Alina gives a signal. They open the doors. David throws the granat key, and Zoya uses her powers um, to throw it to at like the Nietzsche Boya. And it stuns them for a few seconds, and it gives the Grisha enough time to run. Mm-hmm. Um, and while they start to run, Alina uses her powers and is trying to... Just keep them off. Mm-hmm. Trying to keep the Nichevoy away from the Grisha so they can get away. Um, but there's just too many of them, and mm-hmm. Mal is, is shooting at them as well, and it's just not doing... There's just too many. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all of a sudden... There's a whole bunch of gunfire in the distance. And so the Grisha are running towards the woods. All of a sudden there's Mm -hmm. gunfire coming out of the woods. And you're thinking, what in the world is that? And yeah, it's a whole bunch of the sun soldiers. The pilgrims who are are now like Minutemen Mm -hmm. and have tattoos on their face. They have sun tattoos emblazoned on their face. Yes. Um, And they're all chanting, Santa Alina, Santa Alina. Um, 
Oh my gosh, I'm, that's so funny. Um, <laughs> I'm not getting over that one anytime I know. soon. And uh, so they are going after the Nichiboya the best they can. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the front, leading the Sun Soldiers, the Pilgrims, are Tolia and Tamar. <sighs> oh, that I was like, mm. <laughs> I was when I was reading this for the first time. I didn't really think of. Why were they there? I had like I was like, were I they just like, seeing hmm. what's up? Like, yeah, I just figured they were, you know, realized that she was gone. Yeah, and went to find her. I thought they were like, what's up with this? Like, let mm-hmm. me like look like like from a security standpoint. Yeah, for her. But then you get to this point and you realize they were there because they were praying, and mm-hmm. when the apparat found Alina. Tamar led mm-hmm. Alina to the apparat, mm-hmm. which I think that is the biggest betrayal. Yeah, I would agree. I would put that on par, if not almost worse yeah. than, what, than what Jinya did. Mm-hmm. You I know? think so. Like, and like when she's saying like, we weren't born to fight for the Ravkin army or for the Darkling. Mm-hmm. Now we know that the missing piece of that sentence was we were born to fight for you. Yes. Like, woof. Terrifying. And that's the end of chapter 22. So now we get to chapter 23, which is the last chapter, um, minus the epilogue, which is only a few pages. But mm-hmm. chapter 23 starts with the sun soldiers. Um, again, they're going through. They're trying to fight the Nichiboya. But they are only human, and they are getting ripped to shreds, literally. Mm-hmm. Not just figuratively. Literally. Literally. Um, and so Tamar yells for everyone to go towards the chapel. Mm-hmm. And they're like, why would we go to the chapel? Like, we're going to be sitting to the ducks. We're going to be... <laughs> get to the get chapel. Get to the chapel. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so they're like, well, we don't really have another choice, so let's go. And Alina calls for David to use the second um, granat key, and so mm-hmm. he does. And Zoya fixes his aim because he's a little little nerd and can't really aim correctly. <laughs> he's like, I'm just picturing him trying to like lob it like a baseball and it's just so off. Yeah. And um, Zoya's like the jock who's like, ugh. And so they get to, yeah. <laughs> Let me fix it. They get to the chapel and Talia closes the doors um, and puts a bolt in place and Tamara tells everyone like, follow me. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone's super confused because they're in a church, they're in a chapel. And then Tamara goes up to the triptych um mm-hmm. and the water damaged panel that we were a little mm-hmm. confused about earlier which okay if alina had experienced a critical thought she would have been like water has to come from somewhere she's going through a lot she's going through a lot and mal also did not want to be there and was not being very encouraging to her if it was nikolai i bet they would have been like that isn't that weird this it's one so panel weird. has water damage and, and he would have gone up to it and like messed and, like, with investigated it. yes nikolai is a king mal is a peasant well he's about to be a king whale yeah. yeah he's first in line now <laughs> so bastard um. or not <laughs> here i come and what was it was a, Zabu, a zabumafu joke that was like panther no pants i'm going swimming i love zabumafu. and i would say that all the time well how did the song go it's me and, and you and zabumafu come along and something something <laughs> that's dragon i don't know the rest of it come along and take my no, but there me was like a come along lyric in Zabumafu as well. On. We gotta look it up because otherwise it's gonna bother and me. You and and Zabumafu. Something, 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 something. Something, 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 something. I did like that? their. Let's Z- go to the closet. Boomafu theme song. Yeah. Zabumafu. 
The Krat Brothers? Yeah. Or Kraft. Krat. 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 Yeah. K-R-A-T-T. Sorry. That's not the, <laughs> the Boomafoo theme song. Oh, uh, we love Zaboomafu. Zaboomafu's a king. We used to watch the shit out of Zaboomafu. Right? Oh my gosh, it was so good. I thought the puppet of him was so good. It was! Because, like, it is. like as a child, you would never, like, the, the transitions from real life, actual lemur Zaboomafu yeah. to the puppet was, like, seamless. Uh, I saw a TikTok today of Zaboomafu's nephew. Oh. I was like, wow. I think the Crap Brothers have a TikTok. I think they do. And then they got, I don't want to say they got too old because that's not okay that's ageism but they um didn't want to be like in person on a show anymore mm. so they had an animated show called mm. the wild kratz and my friend who has two young children they love the wild kratz oh, so good so it's them animated and they go like on like safaris and stuff how did we get Very to zabumafu i don't know <laughs> Anyway. I don't know either. That's a great question. <laughs> anyway, Tamar jumps over the pews and is like, follow me. Is it because pew rhymes with the pew? And everyone is like, where? Where? And she goes up to the triptych and pulls um, the moldy part of Sancta Ew. Ilia down, which again, Nikolai would have found. <laughs> the moldy part of Sancta Ilia is kind of gross. <laughs> of the painting. There we go. Um. Nikolai would have found it. 300%. Mm-hmm. He would have really immediately been like, that's sus. Yeah. Let me look at that. And behind the piece of wood, it's a passageway. It's a tunnel. It's a tunnel, yes. It's a secret tunnel. You need um, to watch Avatar. I will. Um, and David immediately asks where it goes. Mm-hmm. And Zoya's like, who away. cares? It it's goes away, away from, from here. here. And then all of a sudden... Boom, some thunderstruck. Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> and then the darkling comes in and whips his hair. He says, presentation. <laughs> and he comes through. He chasses in. <laughs> with pom-poms. Yes. No, I'm sorry. With fringe on his boots. <laughs> and uh, the crack of thunder breaks the door. Mm. So much so that even Tolia is tossed backwards. Um, and <laughs> this is such a dramatic entrance. Isn't it though? Isn't he might as just... well chasse in. He honestly might as well. It's functionally the same. The Darkling is being carried in by the Nichevoya. It's literally Megamind on the brain bots. Yeah. Like his feet are not touching the ground. Yeah. And then Tamara is shout, she shouts fire and like Nichevoya are being killed. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Darkling just keeps going. New ones are being made. Um, and there's Nichevoy coming in behind him, mm-hmm. and they are being surrounded. And then the Darkling tells Alina, quote, stand down, Alina, unquote. Um, and, mm-hmm. But then he, he gets her and says, if you stand down, I will spare them. I yeah. won't kill them. And Tamar's ready to fight. Tamar's like, let's go. And the Darkling t- tells Alina, hey, there's nothing you can do. You know I'm going to win. Mm-hmm. You can watch them die. Or you can spare them Which and come with me now. Is a fact. Yeah, you can watch them die and come with me after. Mm-hmm. Or you can come with me now and spare them. Yeah. And so Alina kind of takes in her surroundings mm-hmm. um, and sees the Nichevoya in the chapel, around the chapel, um, and the sun soldiers that are in there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they there's not as many of them because they're pretty much powerless against the Nichevoya. And the Grisha are ready to fight Tolia and Tamar. They're ready to fight. Mm-hmm. And Alina tells them to just wait. Like, no. And Tamar's like, no, you can't do this. Like, like we can, we can get we you can out. We can get away. And Alina's like, no. 
Uh, and she asks then, for the terms. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mal, of course, isn't happy. And Tolia's not happy either. But Alina knows she's she's thinking that it might be a mm-hmm. trick, but this is the only hope I have of saving these people. And she does know with the Darkling, he's not going to risk hurting her. Mm-hmm. And so she's trying to take advantage of the few cards that she does hold. Mm-hmm. And so the Darkling tells her that if she... If she herself surrenders, then the rest of them go free. Mm-hmm. And they can go down whatever passageway that is behind them. Yeah, and they can just... They can just... <laughs> and, um, and do what they gotta do. And Mal is like, he's lying. Which, fair. That's fair. Which, I mean, um, it's the it's the Darkling. Mm-hmm. Of course he is. Obviously. But then he's like, she doesn't want you. And um, the Darkling's like, mm, you sure well, about that, buddy? Uh, <laughs> and then he brings up the fact that he that the darkling warned alina that mm-hmm. her normal person her person without powers would never understand never. her and that he would grow to fear her and she tells him no you're wrong but she knows in her heart but her that inner he monologue right. is like maybe he was right yeah um and then the darkling says um quote you cannot lie to me do you think i could have come to you again and again if you had been less alone you called to me and i answered on the fold in the palace last night and it's like it's it's simultaneously revolting and relief because she thought she was going crazy she fully thought she was losing her marbles and so it's like thank god i'm not going crazy oh my god he was really here Mm -hmm. he was really doing these things he because now she realizes he he knows what what i was thinking he knows Mm -hmm. what i was doing also, he literally assaulted me last mm-hmm. night. Um, Icky. But it was real. I wasn't going crazy. And Mal is there thinking, he literally, he literally says, yeah. no, you can't. That's impossible. And he's like, you don't know what's possible. Yeah, Mal just feels like shit because he didn't believe her. <sighs> Mal, I don't believe women, Ritz says. Yeah. Um, and uh, the Darkling tells Alina that he knows who she is. Um He's like, I see all of you, and I would never turn away from every bit of you. But Mal would. And he's like, can Mal say that? And Mal's like, you don't know anything about her. But Alina's like, oh, my God. Alina's thinking, he's oh, kind of right. well, he's not wrong. She's like, I know that he's bad, but he's um, not wrong. And then the Darkling says, bring her. And you're thinking, bring Alina? What? Oh. But then um, oh my God. a figure comes forward. Um, and Alina thinks it, it, she's draped in a, a shawl. And moving so stiff, mm-hmm. like awful. It Like in a lot of pain. And Alina's thinking, oh my gosh, it's Bagra. And she's heartbroken she... and thinking, why would she not have gone with Nikolai? If she's not with Nikolai, that means he's probably dead. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, oh my gosh. This is awful. She takes her shawl off and it wasn't Bagra. It mm. was Jenya. But she's almost unrecognizable because, mm-hmm. re- and you have to remember, the Nichevoya bit Alina once and it gave her horrible chronic pain. It hurts all the time and even worse in his presence and when he visits her. This is Jinya and she's almost unmistakable. She's missing an eye mm-hmm. because the Nichevoya literally took one of her eyes. She has overlapping bites on every inch of her body and She's been in the constant company of the Darkling. Mm-hmm. So not just the baseline pain of these wounds hurting, but being in his company 
we know exacerbates the, the symptoms. So mm-hmm. she's in constant excruciating pain. And Alina calls her name, but before she can go towards her, David comes up from behind her um, and goes towards Jenya. Oh, I'm going to cry. Oh, my gosh. Um, because he sees her and he, like, mm. gasps behind Alina. Mm-hmm. And he goes up to Jenya and Jenya, like, pulls away from him, trying to cover herself, mm-hmm. um, trying to hide herself. And so David, because David kind of ran up to her and then slows down because he sees that she's hesitating. Mm-hmm. Um, and he he puts his hand on her shoulder and Alina can tell that she's crying. And Alina's crying. Yes. Because. I'm crying. Yeah. Alina, this is what broke Alina because it, it humanized the destruction mm-hmm. that the Darkling has sent. Um, but it also, not only had the Darkling physically hurt her, Jenya took pride in her appearance, especially as a tailor. Yes. And it was the one thing that she always had kept her mm-hmm. in power. It, it, it was her way to keep her, her agency. one constant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the taking that away control. broke her spirit. Um, literally she, took one of her eyes. It bit her mm-hmm. head up so bad. One of her eyes is gone. And, uh, she's trying to have David like Ugh. not look at her. She's trying to pull away. Um, and then David puts his arm around her. Oh my God. And leads her away. And the darkling lets him do it. So he, he takes Jenya back into the fold and was like, you know, no more of this for you. But he, the thing is, he doesn't say a word. He mm-hmm. just comes up he to her and, and takes it takes her with him but then the darkling blames alina because he's like you forced me to do this look what you made me do Mm -hmm. classic abuse he's like if you had i wrote ew abusive Mm -hmm. because he basically tells her if you hadn't run i wouldn't be forced to do this if Mm -hmm. you know you killed all those people in nova kribirsk you left them on the sand skiff and like here i am i had to do all this because of you how many grisha have to die because of your choices exactly um and uh then he tells her, you know, if you come with me now, we can put an end. We can end it. Mm-hmm. And so she's thinking that it's actually logical. Like, we can figure it out. And she thinks, okay, I can end this right now. Um, and and that, there's peace in that, not surrender. Mm-hmm. And so she agrees. And Mal is, Alina, uh, Mal is immediately saying, no, Alina, mm-hmm. you can't. Bitch, you did not believe her. For ten chapters. Literally. Almost the whole book. Mm Mm-hmm. And Alina assures um, their freedom to asking the Darkling, like, Mm -hmm. you'll let them go if I go to you. And the Darkling says, well, we need the tracker to find the Firebird. She's like, nope, not going to do it. And he agrees. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is a little sketch. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mal tells them, like, I'm going to go with you. You're not, I'm not going to stay here. I'm not going to leave you alone with him. Bitch. Really? Because where were you last night when she was running away? Or on the fold or. Or anywhere. In the chapel or literally anywhere. The last time you were useful for this person you claim to care about is when you tracked the stag. No, Rosalia. Even that though. Yeah. That was at the behest of the Darkling to keep him from Alina. Yeah. Anyway. Um, then Alina tells Toya and Tamar to not let Mal um, stop her, like, to keep him away. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
Tamar tells her that they can't, that they're sworn to her, and Alina pretty much tells them. She she takes, mm-hmm. she puts on a little bit of a show and thinks that, yeah. okay, Nikolai would be proud of this because she summons some yeah. light. And she says, you're sworn to me. I command you to go and to take Mal. Yeah, she literally gives herself like a halo effect. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Mal asks why she's doing this. Experience a critical thought. <laughs> Not even rub two brain cells together and the friction should generate enough sense <laughs> for you to understand what's going on here. You dumb shit. Mm-hmm. And then Alina tells him that she wants this, which I don't know if she necessarily does. She wants it to be over, mm-hmm. but she needs it more, more so she needs it to be over. And yeah. um, Mal tells her that she doesn't, that he doesn't believe her. Um, of course he doesn't. He's Mal. I, I don't believe women are red Yeah. And then Alina tells him, you know what? This is what I am. This is who I am. These are this my powers. Is real. This is me. <laughs> um, I can't shy away from it. Mm-hmm. And I can't change. But I can let you be free from this burden. Basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that when she says that, Mal is like, you can't choose him. I wrote, Really? really this is what he's concerned with this is the end of the world playing out on a stage for you to see and that's your concern i remember again i really did enjoy this book and i think it's my favorite in the trilogy but mal really i mean lee bardugo writes the teenage boy so perfectly because well we know mal and alina are like 17 18 Mm -hmm. at this point Mm because some time has passed um, Nikolai is probably in his 20s, like 21, yeah, 22. Yeah, I would say early 20s. Yeah. And the Darkling is like... Ageless. Yeah, but like probably mid to late 20s-ish. Um, How long have you been mid to late 20s? <laughs> a while. while. <laughs> <laughs> but like it just shows the maturity level. Yes. Of... 100%. Of someone who has only had to consider themselves or someone who has only considered themselves... And someone who has had to consider other people their entire life. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mal is still in denial about it and the begging Alina. Like in Egypt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's begging Alina like this Don't can't be this. how it ends because he didn't get his closure because he's a piece of shit and didn't treat her correctly. Exactly. He is an owed closure. Mm-hmm. Let me say that again. Yeah. If anybody is giving you any type of tro- problems or anything, you do not owe it to them to give them closure. Mm-hmm. That's on them. Mm-hmm. Die um, mad. And Alina just puts her hand on his cheek and tells him that she's always loved him. And uh, there's no end to them. That no matter what happens, there's no end. Which, like, was really sweet. That's but I, very sweet. I wrote, I hope he feels bad. Yeah. I because hope he she's feels sacrificing like, like herself. Crap. Mm-hmm. Um, and so as she steps back, she's looking at him and then walks towards the darkling, mm-hmm. um, and thinking, okay, Mal, Mal is free. Like I, I did it. He's free like, let's now. Let's do it. And you know what? Nikolai may have promised me, mm-hmm. like give it, he may have given me an opportunity to save Ravka, but the darkling's actually the one who's going to let me save Ravka. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mal is shouting her name and... Tolia is holding him back, which I'm very mm-hmm. excited for that scene. I think it's going to be really good because I think I think, I think the actor is going to do a really great mm-hmm. job of trying to like pull away of like being very desperate. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I wrote beautiful imagery at this scene because yeah. Mal is yelling for her, and she describes quote 
his voice was raw white wood torn from the heart of a tree. Which I was also thinking like, of mm. of Fierda and Jill. Mm-hmm. How Ooh, how the ash it. tree is their it's sacred. Mm-hmm. And how I mean, like the ash tree is white. Yeah. So it's it, I just kind of akin it to that. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. Just beautiful, beautiful, yes. beautifully written. Just lyrical. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she goes to the Darkling, and he's literally like with his Nichevoya around him. He's feeling pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said he tells her that they're alike, and no one else is mm-hmm. like them. And she kind of clicks, like like calls to like, yeah, you're right, I mm-hmm. suppose. Um, and she goes um, to him, and they embrace pretty much mm-hmm. um which i was like i don't know if that's necessary well um, we'll get th- we're very yeah cute. we'll get there <laughs> and so they are like hugging and she looks up to him and says quote my power is yours and they kiss <laughs> which i'm like lol in front of mal get wrecked right <laughs> <laughs> um but they're they're like kissing mm-hmm. but she she feels not only her power, she feels his, his. power. Mm-hmm. And she's realizing it. He did this to me. He gave me this strength and this power. Yeah. But he also put darkness in me. And I've been trying to run from it, but it's in there. Mm-hmm. And I can embrace it now. Um, and that's why, like, I have this Nietzsche boy about That's yes. why I can do these things. That's why I can see him. She realized that if he can visit her... It's a two-way street. Mm-hmm. It's not a one-way situation. Mm-hmm. And so she says again, quote, my power is yours. But then she continues and says, quote, and yours is mine. And it's like, mm. And he did not see that coming. He said, huh? Whomst? What? Um, and she. at the end of the day, he is a guy. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I got a kiss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then remember when every time he produces a Nietzsche Voya, it's costing him. Mm-hmm. And so he's made all of these. And so she realizes, okay. He's weakened. His, he's weak, but also his power, my power is his, his power is mine. And she's just holding on to him. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to pull back, but she's just holding he's on. Like, Wait a minute. <laughs> um, and uh, she kind of has all these realizations that, Oh my gosh, like he didn't want to kill the seawit because he was afraid. Um and what I have, the power I mm-hmm. have is is Morozova's. Like it's it's yeah, it's Merzos pretty much. It's something that bridges the gap between us. Mm-hmm. And he wanted her to believe it was just something for him to control, but it's something that is mutual. Mm-hmm. And it's this dark I wouldn't say sorry, it's not Merzos necessarily, but kind of It's approaching Merzos. Yes. Um, and so she has his powers and so she's holding on to him and she's calling the Nietzsche Voya mm-hmm. and, um, every single one that's being created is costing him, but it's also costing her. Mm-hmm. And she's just like clutching to the darkling and he's asking her to stop. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says that she's going to kill both of them. And she pretty much says good. Yeah. Because if I'm dead, that means you're dead he's too. He's like, we're going to die. She's like, that's fine. Great. Um, this is Persos. <laughs> yeah, this is Persos. Um, and so the Nichevoya are just being created and created, and she just wants to do it until she exhausts both of their powers. He, he has like a nosebleed. They both like crumpled to the ground. Yeah, she's like, um, she's like kind of having a seizure. It's like the lip his nose is bleeding. The real thing. 
Um, and she's thinking, okay, I can do this just a little bit longer, just a little bit longer. And then she always hears Mal calling her name and then pulls her away. Mal. She could have ended it all here. And she's begging him, no, let me finish this. Like, I can finish it. Yes. Um, but he pulls her he away. her wrist again. Yeah. And uh, pretty much picks her up. And um, before he can, like, take her out of the chapel, she calls... In the book, it's described as her children, the Nichevoya, yeah, because she created them. It's, it's heavily implied that pieces of her soul and the Darkling soul mm-hmm. are rent away from them to create the Nichevoya, mm-hmm. and that's what lets them create them mm-hmm. and, like, why they listen to them. And um, before she goes with Mal, she is think- she tells them to bring it down, a.k.a. destroy the chapel. Mm-hmm. And so Al, as Mal is, is carrying her away, um, the Nichevoya start to destroy it. And so there's pretty much um, an explosion. Uh-huh. And uh, with they get through the tunnel, but with the explosion, she's knocked out of Mal's arms. Mm-hmm. And then we get a jump in the book, and she wakes up. And she's um, my head hit the front. Um, and she's drifting in and out of consciousness, but she just feels... For lack of a better word, she feels like shit. Yeah, honestly. Um, she's never felt worse, which is saying a lot for yeah, Alina. Yeah, because she's had some hard times. Mm-hmm. Hard um, times. And so she hears Tamar shouting orders, and um, she she tries to ask for Mal, and she does, and someone asks, mm-hmm. or Tamar asks if they should put her under again, mm-hmm. um, but Tolia says they don't want to risk it because we find that they actually worked on her for hours after the explosion because they pulled her out of the rubble yeah Um, so she had like broken bones mm -hmm. like was not in good shape Mm -hmm. um and uh she's asking for mal and tully and tamara are talking and she's still thinking about mal um and then she passes out again my head hit the floor um and then she wakes up again and feels like she's on a boat and hoping that she's not on a boat again please don't let me be back on a boat but she's pretty she's on a stretcher and they are underground and Mm -hmm. she's being carried on a stretcher she doesn't know where they are Mm -hmm. how far under they are how long they've been going she has no idea but she's very very so weak weak. um so much so hollowed out mm, so much so that she describes that if there was wind where they were it would blow her to dust um, mm-hmm. And she turns to the side and she sees Mal. And Mal is also being carried on a stretcher. And they reach out and their fingers touch. And, oh, my God. And Alina's crying and blah, 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 blah. Oh, whatever. Out. But she's also kind of like she almost resents that they saved mm-hmm. her. It's like, why am I alive if I'm just in so much pain? Well, this quote, I bracketed it because I thought it was so mm-hmm. interesting. Quote, I wept with rage that I would have to live at all. Mm-hmm. Because she had an opportunity to end it, even if it meant sacrificing herself. And now she has to live and figure it out. Yep. Um, and so they're still going, still carrying her. And Deep of course, Mal recovered before she did because he just had like physical injuries. Mm-hmm. Her injuries are something that the healers had never dealt with. Mm-hmm. Um, again, Merzos kind of. Um, and at one point they set her down um, and Mal is there and he helps her sit up. But even that is costing her a lot physically. Like it's mm-hmm. hard for her to sit up. Um, and she asks him how bad it is and he tells her, oh, you've looked better. Um, but he does tell her that they're headed towards what is called the white cathedral. Mm-hmm. And, um, she realizes that they're taking her to the apparat. Um, and they realize that 
they also realize that this tunnel system is how he escaped after the coup because no one could find him and no mm-hmm. one realized no one could figure out how he stayed in hiding because everyone was looking for him he's in the walls <laughs> they're in the walls they're in the walls <laughs> yeah he was deep underground like the worm that he is yeah pretty much um and so alina is realizing tamar and tolia helped him find me that's how mm-hmm. he got to talk to me in the garden um, that's how he got away. That's how Tamar and Tolia were at mm-hmm. the, were outside when I was. That's how. And she's putting all these very sad pieces together. Mm-hmm. And so she's kind of heartbroken by it. Yeah. Um, and she asks about the others. Um, and the rest of the Grisha are a little scared because they know about the extra fetter. And, mm-hmm. um, because she, she hadn't told them before. And then she asks about Jenya and Mal tells her that Jenya and David have kind of lagged behind because Jenya's slow because she's in so much pain because darkling gave her literal Ugh, chronic pain so bad um and he tells her that the sun soldiers have a nickname for her that means the ruined that's so awful um, what is it called uh Razrushaya? <coughs> exactly so mal tells alina that the sun soldiers are calling jenya um Razrushaya, which means mm-hmm. the ruined um and so she asked to see tamar and tolia um, sorry, she insists on seeing Tamar mm-hmm. and Tolia. Um, and so they come up and they go up to her and Tolia's arms, uh, were, had, had the she sun, the sun tattoos. tattoos on them. And she asked them why they didn't just tell her. And they tell, they, t- Tamar and Tolia tell Alina that they never would have let them be that close. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, she knows that that's true. Um, but she also asked them why they wouldn't just let her die. She's a saint. If they think she's a saint, mm-hmm. why wouldn't they let her die? And Tamar tells her that it was not God's will. Yeah, no, basically, mm-hmm. like, if you were meant to die, you would have died. But we found you. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, you let Mal come after me. Why would you do that? And Tolia... Tamar's like, oh, he got away. And Tolia's like, he was yeah, so right. sad. Like, yeah, right. Please, so, look at them next to each other. Yeah. Mal got away from Tolia. Ugh. Please. That's a boba straw versus a coffee stirrer straw mm-hmm. i don't know why straws are my analogy but Tony was like yeah big mm-hmm. he was like he was just so sad it's I like a 40 ounce one. stanley cup versus a little paper cup at yes the water it really is mm-hmm. where he was just like he was making me so sad i had to let him go <laughs> tolia <laughs> tolia you prince <laughs> um you gentle and, king yeah <laughs> there we go <laughs> um but then he pretty much tells Alina that he couldn't be the one to separate them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Alina asks them, do they serve the apparat or do they serve her? And they... They're like, you. You. Obviously you. And she's like, okay. We'll see um, about that. <laughs> also, before you go, um, if any of the sun sh- soldiers call Jenya Razrushaya... I really hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. I think you it's, are. It's fun to say. Yeah. Um, she tells she tells Tamar and Tolia that if any of the pilgrims call Jenya Razrushaya... Um, give them a warning, and if they do it again, to cut out their tongue. They get one warning, and yeah. then they don't get to talk anymore. And tomorrow until you're, like, done. Right? They don't have any qualms. They're like, like, hey. Sounds okay. good to me. So they get to the white cathedral, and it's white courts everywhere. Mm-hmm. And it's this huge underground city. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, pre- the apparat is there. <laughs> um, and he greets them, and it's like, oh, you're finally here. But um, Alina realizes that 
he is not happy that she's alive because a saint, mm-hmm. a dead saint is, e- or a dead martyr is easier is more to powerful. control yes. than a live saint. Exactly. Um, and so she's, they make their fake greetings and then she's showed to her room and in her room there's a mirror and she mm-hmm. looks at it and she drops the picture that she's holding to like clean off with. Mm-hmm. Um, and she is pretty much skin and bones at this point and Mao tells her, oh, I should have warned you. Really? Really? Um, also, her hair has turned completely white, white. from the stress of it. Yeah. Which, um, well, I don't wouldn't necessarily see, like the stress that um, the battle with the Darkling mm-hmm. took on her. It's like making the Nichevoya leached her of yes. her vitality. And yes. that includes color, mm-hmm. honestly. She, she's in black and white. Mm-hmm. It's like, um, like if... Uh, when in six of crows when nina took the color from um mm-hmm. the girl from the yes what is it the menagerie's mm-hmm. hair um and just left it white that's pretty much what it did it just sucked all the living out mm-hmm. of her this is a very 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 slight spoiler not like incredibly crazy mm-hmm. but a very slight spoiler for percy jackson which i think we've about settled is what we're going to do next um, but there's a point where two of the characters briefly have to hold up the world because Atlas is not doing his job and the stress of holding up the firmament gives them both white streaks in their hair. Like, cause it's just, the toil of it is so immensely physical. That's how it manifests. I get a white streak in my hair tomorrow? Sure. <laughs> I'm working on some homegrown ones. Well, um, so she and Mal, um, talk but she doesn't say what she wants to and he Mm -hmm. doesn't say what she wants him to say um because she wants to make up and she wants to be comforted by him Mm -hmm. but he's not um but she does tell him that she can't summon her she can't summon light and she doesn't know if it's her powers are just gone or if um they're just too far underground but that her power is gone and that is the end, the end of, of chapter 23. And then we have this little bit of after. And it's mm-hmm. not in anyone's point of view. It's just like an overview. Yeah. And Very similar Al- to the beginning. Mm-hmm. And Alina is described as the girl. And she's dreaming. She's dreaming of, of Sturmhund, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Nikolai. Of the hummingbird and the kingfisher. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, the darkling and Mal. And she doesn't really know. Um mm-hmm. But we do learn that uh, the Darkling took the throne of Ravka and that his Oprichniki um, mm-hmm. went into all the chapels and churches and monasteries and tried to find tunnels to get mm-hmm. the Sun Summoner to get her. And that everyone's looking for her. Um, but in this underground, it's a vast network of underground tunnels. Um, yeah. And no one really knows how it got there. They could search forever and not find mm-hmm. her. Um. And uh, Alina, the girl, um, you know, at at the White Cathedral, sees mm-hmm. these people who worship her as a saint, and she's just thinking that they're just more bodies yeah. um, that could potentially die because of me and because of the Darkling. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's hard to her. And um, she, she also, it's noted that Mal thinks that they're in, a prison because pretty much they are, yeah. but Alina considers it a tomb and mm-hmm. uh, it's just a place where she's a ghost and is yeah ghost-like and ready to die. Honestly. Um, but uh, she still has the, she can't summon, um, she can't 
she can't summon the light. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and she's very weak and she has a lot of guilt over the lives that have been taken. And she thinks about the people who she's close to who has lost and Jenya mm-hmm. who has, has lost what was most important to her. Mm-hmm. Um, and she thinks, you know what? The Darkling told me that I was supposed to rule and I'm going to, mm-hmm. and I'm going to fix this. Yep. And that is the end of Siege, of Siege and Storm. Storm. And again, I know we give a lot of hate <sighs> to Mal, but you know what? This Alina. Book is very good. I think Alina had a lot of growth in this book. Yes. Alina was a much more complicated character in Siege and Storm than she was in Shadow and Bone. Mm-hmm. And Mal will get there. Um, but that is It'll the end. Close. that is the end of siege and storm and we hope y'all enjoyed and make sure to um check back in next week when we do our drunken disorderly debrief when jordan will no doubt um give more hate to mal oh absolutely (laughs) but if y'all have any questions comments or concerns please send us an email at two mourners pod at gmail.com to spelled out t-w-o um or you can follow us on instagram at two mourners pod y'all can dm us there too that would absolutely be fantastic like our posts yes we work hard on our posts we do work really hard on those last week was late because it took me longer than i thought it was going to to (laughs) embroider that um but again we'd love to hear from y'all um until next week thanks for listening and as always happy happy heisting. heisting